<laughs> Our panelists, Lee Carter and Christina Greer, are back with us. And New York Times politics correspondent Michael Gold joins us now from South Carolina. Michael, you're on the ground there. Uh, I think poll after poll uh, makes very clear Donald Trump has a pretty solid grip on the state of South Carolina. But in the wake of the speech yesterday, which, to the Haley campaign's credit, saying that there's a big speech about the state of the race, not saying what it is, that's going to get every network to take it live, and she can make her case uh, across the board. What is the goal right now, the end game for the Haley campaign as they look past even South Carolina? I think that's a big question that uh, a lot of people in the Trump campaign have when they look at what she's doing right now. You know, there's a sense in which she might be setting herself up for 2028. I think there's two possible scenarios if you look at the future of the party. One is that Trump loses and Haley gets to say, look, I tried to be an alternative and you, you guys ignored that, but I'm ready for the future. And the other is that Trump wins, but in four years, uh, the, the party's ready for somebody else. And I think she's trying to show that she has strength with women and show she has strength with the wing of the party that's not under his thrall. Do you agree, just Michael being on the ground there with, I thought Politico's analysis last night was interesting, saying, look, her staying in as long as possible doesn't hurt her for 2028. It doesn't hurt her for 2040, they said, where she would still be younger than the two guys uh, running and leading right now in their respective parties. That This shows fortitude that she has and that it doesn't harm her the longer she stays in it. I wonder if that's the sentiment you're hearing from people on the ground who may not support her. I think that's right. I mean, I think there was a sense with Ron DeSantis, too, where people felt, hey, it's not your time, but maybe in four years, this will be the moment for you. Yeah. And I think in South Carolina, even among Trump supporters, there are a lot of people here who, who liked Nikki Haley when she was governor. And I think those people look at her and say, maybe there's a, a moment in which I could be swayed to vote for you. It's just not right now. Mm. Lee, we talk a lot about there's, there's 50 different things you could talk about from Trump's town hall yeah. last night. Um, the one, and we talked about this during the break that I'm obsessed with, is Nikki Haley keeps saying he can't win a general election. Trump on vote by mail last night. I think we have it. Can we play it real quick? If you have mail-in voting, you automatically have fraud. If you have okay, well, there's mail-in voting in Florida, That's and right. you won huge. That's right. If you have it, you're going to have fraud. If they can't turn the tide on vote by mail inside the Republican yeah. Party, which they were decimated in their efforts in 2020 because of the former president. They spent a ton of money, the RNC, on the Bank Your Vote campaign. They got people supporting it. They got members of Congress supporting it. Even Trump made a video for it. And now he comes out and nukes vote by mail again. Even as Laura Ingram's like, no, 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 we use it. Well, it works for us. <laughs> I mean, the Democratic advantage in that is huge. You, I don't think you can win a general election if your VBM strategy is don't do it. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a really big problem. And we were just talking about the special election in New York. What would have happened or what did happen as a result of, of, of say, people saying that they're not going to vote by mail? The day of the, the election, there's a blizzard. People didn't turn out. And it, it, was, it was very different turnout than we had expected because people just weren't able to go out and vote. It's a very dangerous strategy to say that you're not going to go vote by mail in this day and age. And I'm not sure what his angle is on it. I don't know if he's trying to set himself up already to have a conversation about voter fraud. But it really, I don't think, benefits the Republicans in any way, shape, or form to not encourage this form of voting. Can we, um, Christina, just talk about the money? The reality is you can keep running as long as mm -hmm. you have money. That's right. Um, Nikki Haley has money, but running into a bit of a cash crunch here because she spent more in January than she raised, and she's got $13 million in cash reserves. Can she stick in this thing all the way to the end? 
Yes, because someone will finance that. It might not be in the abundant numbers that, you know, she would hope for. But, you know, I always tell my students when they're taking an exam, I'm like, if you get stuck on an answer, the answer is always money. Work your way back from that, right? Nikki Haley wouldn't still be in the race if there weren't donors who were quietly or not so quietly supporting her to stay in. They don't know if by some chance Donald Trump might find himself on the other side uh, of a jail cell. They don't know, um, you know, he's a little long in the tooth as well. So they need to have a candidate since he's so volatile, since he goes against the RNC strategies. Um, the fact that there's still uh, very long pocketed donors who are making sure Nikki Haley is still in the conversation is should let us know that, uh, as she says, Republicans aren't whole cloth with Donald Trump. They still want slash need an alternative. Michael, when it comes to the money on the Trump side of things, the RNC doesn't have a ton of cash on hand. I think they ticked up maybe $800,000 or so. I think they have a little more than $8 million cash on hand. We saw, once again, uh, Trump's outside groups are, or his leadership pack is giving a ton of money to pay for his legal bills. Are, are there actual concerns uh, about the money side of things for Trump? My assumption has been, like, this is going to be a billion dollar per campaign mm -hmm. race, no matter what. The money will be there. But the money doesn't look great for them right now. You know, the people I talk to have a sense that after the primary is over and people see it really as a choice between Trump or Joe Biden, the donors will start to come forward. And that right now they're just sort of waiting to see what might happen with the criminal cases, what might happen with Nikki Haley. I think right now, when you look at Biden's war chest, part of it is that he's really been able to take advantage of the DNC and they've really been able to fundraise him. And there's a possibility that once Trump is the nominee, he'll have that same kind of power. Yeah, it's a good point. When you have the party apparatus fully moving in the same direction as you, it matters. Lee Carter, Christina Greer. Michael Gold, thanks, guys. We appreciate it.